Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm Bill, joined by Fro. Howdy, Fro. Hi, I am the devil in AEW. Oh, you are? Yeah, spoiler alert. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, who do you think it is? I have no idea. I? <laughs> okay, so a lot of people, I'm not going to say it's me, a lot of people online think it is uh, someone called EM Punk. Never heard of him. I think he's an indie wrestler or, or something. Uh, if it is, that is the biggest fucking ruse I have ever heard of in my entire life. Right. Like, then they have tricked me, and I don't mind saying that. Like, I, no. I, I don't think so. I, I, in all honesty, I don't think it's him. Because, no. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, if it is, they have tricked me. The thing, the thing with reveals, in general... Mm. And this is this is just in general. Mm-hmm. Is when they do it, I'd say nine times out of ten, it ends up being a disappointment. Yeah. So, I agree. But yeah, we are going to preview full gear. Plus, yeah. Plus, we are going to discuss the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. They announced their class of 2023 uh, yesterday. So we'll talk yeah, about we'll, we'll talk about the bad pay-per-view. Mm, we don't have to. Uh, we'll talk somewhat about it. And we're going to talk about Becky Lynch's historic performance on Jeopardy. <laughs> I saw that. So, yeah. um, so Do you I, want to I, talk about the shit pay-per-view first? Because there's well, nothing I, really to talk about. Well, I want to explain real quick. Why there was no show last week. And oh, yeah. Sick as sick. Yeah, basically, I was sick as a dog last week. He was. And and I was in bed for two days straight. And I hate being sick. Everybody hates being sick. But I hate it when I have to miss doing something, mm. which it is, in this case is the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get that. So, yeah, well, okay, let's quickly talk about uh, the crown jewel. Um, I mean, there's nothing that interesting to talk about, Sadler. Uh, yeah, because, I got a couple things. I mean, nothing really happened, but uh, uh, I think my biggest thing was Kyrie Sen coming back. Oh my oh. oh my gosh. Okay. Oh that was I'm, really fun. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. That has to be the most disappointing return in a long time. Mm-hmm. Only because there was no reaction. Yeah. To Kyrie saying. Is like that you know, this person attacks Bianca and you see her and if you're watching like TV, like I was, I was kind of marking out. But mm, yeah. the people at Saudi 
could give two shits about Kyrie yeah. State. Yeah, no, it was kind of sad in a way. Uh, but I mean, what are you going to do? Like now, I do have to mention this because I think you will get a kick. You especially will get a kick out of this. I got the kick out of champagne, so yeah. Yeah. I got so champagne. I didn't see the full show in its entirety. Okay. I the did. The reason was yeah. I had to help my dad put some Christmas lights up. And normally we don't put you know, Christmas lights up this early in the year. Mm-hmm. We only did it because it could get real cold up here in northern Pennsylvania. <laughs> and yeah, I love it when American complains about how cold it is. Oh no, I no, like I'm not. Minus, uh, minus I'm, <laughs> so I'm no, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying because, and, and my mom, she had a very good point. I was like, you know, you're kind of right. I'll just do it to get it over, you know, kind of get it over with. Yeah. So I missed the first two matches okay. of the pay-per-view. And then when I got in, when we were done, mm-hmm. from that point all the way to the end, <laughs> with the exception of Cody and Damien, it was craptacular. Yeah, I think, I mean... I didn't really have any expectations for the show. Uh, so I was not pleasantly surprised or dis uh, surprised or whatever it, uh, mm-hmm. you can call it. But uh, yeah, no, even I was disappointed in this paper because absolutely nothing happened. A lot of bad matches and a return that's going to mean absolutely nothing. I was so excited. When she come came back, but the uh, best, the best matches were the first two matches on the show. Yeah, yeah. After that, it was over. I mean, the the two first matches was like B and CB somewhere. Right, they but, were uh, B level. Yeah, uh, but oh, the main event was good. Yeah. All right. Uh, we do have some news, other news. Mm-hmm. It was announced this week that France will host their first ever WWE pay-per-view. Mark the date down, Saturday, May the 4th, WWE Backlash will be held at the LDLC Arena in Lyon de Sins, France. Bonsoir. Um, additionally, SmackDown, an episode of SmackDown, will take place in that very same arena the night before. Um, this, you know what? This is pretty cool because France, you, you kind of don't think of France as a pay-per-view kind of country, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like they'll give them like the house shows, maybe a TV show, but 
never a pay-per-view. Yeah. And they're going to get a chance the first Saturday in May. And that's, well, France is, I mean, that's a big year for France because they're going to host the Summer Olympics next year. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's going to be in Paris. So, didn't yeah, they, Paris just had the Summer Olympics? No. Oh. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it should be interesting to see. Could be fun. Mm. So we'll have to see how it turns out. Yeah. It's sadly the Olympics I don't care about because Norway sucks at uh, some In the, in the summer, you guys aren't that good. It's it's the winter no. where you guys dominate. I mean, we are amazing in the winter. Yeah, you are. I mean, we should call it the Norway Olympics almost. Uh, don't, don't get too far ahead of yourself. <laughs> I said almost. Um, last night at the AEW Ring of Honor tapings, mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey made her debut on Ring of Honor. Yeah. I have to say that really surprised me. I, I had known, um... She had been doing some independent shows as of late. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of surprising. I, I yeah, it is. Yeah. What they're going to do with Rousey, you know, if anything. I mean, she doesn't like to wrestle, so probably not that. Right. <laughs> R- remains to be seen. I mean, I can, I can think of someone that's deserves this more than others and she's like yeah i i really dislike her it, so it, it could be a one-off you know yeah. this could be a one-time deal and what do you think wwe thinks about us i'm going to guess they're not very happy i don't think if if this was vince i would agree with you yeah but since this is a new regime, I don't think they really care. I, yeah, I, really I hear I hear that a lot. That like uh, he doesn't care. I don't know if he, he doesn't care that much. Right. Eh, we will see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. I hope she will do great. I don't like her, but right. that's. That's me. That is you. Okay. So, I talked about this yesterday mm-hmm. on um, the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast, but I wanted to talk about it on here because this is absolutely amazing. So, I, so I, this has to have a little bit of a setup, a build. Okay. So, this week, uh, Becky Lynch appeared on Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're playing for charity. Now, she's got some stiff competition on this. She is playing against Macaulay Culkin, who 
if if you're you know under the age of forty, you probably know who Macaulay Culkin is. Or even if you're I, no, I'd say if you're under the age of fifty. I'm 44 and I know who he is, so yes. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'll say if you're under 50. And Rachel Dratch from Saturday Night Live. Becky Lynch is playing for the V Foundation and Connor's Cure. Becky Lynch makes history on Jeopardy mm. for all the wrong reasons. What's funny, though? She became, if you haven't heard this, she became the first player in the history of Jeopardy. And you, and you got to think back. This is like 40 years of this game show. Mm-hmm. The first contestant ever to fail to get a single answer correct <laughs> right out of the 60 questions that were asked. So funny. Um, at underscore the Jeopardy fan broke it down a little bit better. Becky Lynch had zero answers correct mm-hmm. and five incorrect. Yeah, she lost on Jeopardy. Baby. Now, however, because it is Celebrity Jeopardy, they decided to let Becky play Final Jeopardy. So they gave her $500. Mm -hmm. She gets the final question on Jeopardy right. Yeah. The category was artists. Uh, the answer was Salvador Dali. I don't even remember the full question. It doesn't really matter. And she doubled her money. Woohoo! But they did, you know, each contestant did get, you know, a good, good amount of money for charity. But, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> there's got to be part of Becky that is laughing at herself. Oh yeah, I you think know, she has irony enough yeah. to to see it's, that it's kind of funny. It, it's something you know we're going to talk about, you know, for these few days, and then mm-hmm. probably by next week or within two weeks, it's going to be like we're not even going to think about it. So yeah, I agree. Although, what I would like to see is for Ken Jennings to make an appearance at WrestleMania next year. <laughs> okay. May, maybe maybe he could be in Becky's corner. Okay. To, to you know, be like, hey, Becky, I'm going to be in your corner so you could get the win. But no, I saw that and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. It's funny though. It is. It is, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's good sometimes folks to, you know, make fun of yourself. Oh, it really yes. is. So. Why so serious? Exactly. All right. Um, so let's get to uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. They came out yesterday. Okay. With 
their Hall of Fame, their class of okay. 2023. Um, okay. Before before I reveal who got in, who got voted in, um, mm-hmm. to get inducted, you need 60% of the votes from the region that you are in. Okay. And this now this year, um, you had some interesting names pop up for the first time. Yeah, let's see if I recognize anyone. You had the Young Bucks Who's first oh. <laughs> first year on the ballot. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. You had J.M. Mark Briscoe first year on the ballot. John Moxley first year on the ballot, and Seth Rollins first year on the ballot. Mm. We're not going to go through every you know every result, but I will mention uh, some interesting ones at the end. So, I will read in order um, from who just got into the biggest gainer. Like, who, you know, the most votes. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're going to know, like, one person. Uh. Maybe two. So, here it is, the class of 2023. Uh, This first individual... Last year got 51% of votes. Mm. This year, he just got in. Like, he got one extra vote to get in. It is British wrestler George Kidd. Who Never heard of. Got voted in. Okay. Um, Congratulations. Next person was not on the ballot last year, had been in the past, but was taken off, got put back on, and got 60.6% of votes. So who decides who to be on the ballot or not? Well, Dave Meltzer basically is the one who picks who goes on the ballot. Ah, okay. And there is a wide group of people that vote. Okay. So, um, so blue. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, cool. I thought. Okay. Blue Panther is voted in to the I Observer Hall of Fame. Name. Yeah. All right. Panther. Heard of. Uh, this next wrestler got thirty-eight percent of votes last year. Okay. This year. Got just about sixty-one percent. He's at sixty point nine, but I'm I'm gonna call it sixty-one percent. Mm-hmm. Tomohiro Ishii voted oh. into the Observer Hall of Fame. I know uh, very who that is. Our next one is the first of three tag teams. This tag team last year had. of votes. This year, 61.3%. Okay. Jack and Jerry Briscoe get voted in. The Briscoe brothers. The original Briscoes. Yes. The good ones. (laughs) the (laughs) The next inductee, 57% of the votes last year. Okay. This year, again, I'm going to round it up. 
to 63%. He's at 62.9, but I'm going to call it 63%. Sergeant Slaughter gets voted in. You said I would recognize, like, two. Like, you don't think I know the Briscoe brothers? You don't think I know Sergeant Slaughter? You don't think I know... Oh, I I knew you would have known Slaughter. Okay. Um, the next team was not on the ballot last year. Okay. They got 63% of votes. It is another tag team. It's a women's tag team from Japan called Beauty Pair. (laughs) They got voted in. And the last one, uh, this is the top vote getter for the year. They got 57% of votes last year. This year, 63.2% of votes. It is Antonio Argentina Rocca and Miguel Perez that got the most votes they get in. Is he the brother of the other Perez by any chance? No. Okay. So that's your class of 2023. Um, I'm going to read the, the, the wrestlers who missed out but had over 50% of votes. Okay. Uh, there's a Mexican trios team called Los Hermanos Dinamita. They had 56.8% of votes. Paul Orndorff had 55.4% Aww. of votes. Paul Orndorff. The Young Bucks... Had fifty five point one percent. Wow! I thought they were going to get in for sure this year. Yeah, that's close. But that is a good sign, though, for them. That that that's going to normally mean they will get in eventually. Um, Bobby Davis had fifty two point seven percent of votes, and Roman Reigns had a twenty one percent rise in votes he was at 31 percent yeah who's that 31 (laughs) percent last year this year 52.4 percent of votes for roman reigns so that's another good sign for roman um just got to point out a couple other notes cm punk had a troubling year you could say but he did did good in the voting he had 44 percent of votes so, so that's oh, that indie wrestler, yeah, yeah. So that's good yeah. for him. Uh, Mark J. Briscoe, like I said, first year on the ballot, thirty-seven point eight percent. So that's mm-hmm. a respectable number. Um, trying to see here, the big now. now I'm going to mention this one because this one mm-hmm. is the big drop of the year. The Steiner brothers. Mm-hmm. Last year they had fifty-two percent. Of votes. That was last year. They went down to 25%. Hmm. I wonder what that is. A reason for that is. Right. So weird. (laughs) I can't think of the reason for that. There's nothing controversial about them at all. Cough, cough. Um, Becky Lynch, 23% of votes. Okay. So she had a little bit of a, a raise there. The Iron Sheik, 18.4%. Hardy's Why is he not in? He shouldn't be in. 
Uh, Hardy Boys, they had a drop. Uh, they were at mm. 30% last year. This year, 18.4%. Uh, John Moxley, first year on the ballot, 13%. So, mm. um, now I mentioned Seth Rollins' name a couple minutes ago. Mm-hmm. He failed to get 10% of votes for his reason. <laughs> He is I mean, off he's, the he's very young and he has many years left. He is off the ballot. He will not be on next year. I I I think he'll give him a little bit of time. I think eventually he may get in. But, yeah. Um so others that failed to get ten percent of votes, I'm just gonna mention these. Uh the Vaughn Brauners, Perata okay. Morgan, Mike Marino. Senshiro Takaji and Tiger Jeet Singh all failed to get 10% of votes. And we have five wrestlers that are off the ballot due to a unique rule that if you are on the ballot for 15 years to stay on the ballot, you have to have at least 50% of votes to stay on. These five are now off. Big Daddy, the Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. Jackie Palo, Kendo Nakasaki, Hurricane Ramirez, and Johnny Saint. Hmm. Next year, uh, they're going to have quite a, a bunch of people added to the ballot. Asuka's going to be on. Okay. Uh, Zane Breslov. I, I got to look at him up who he is. Psycho Clown. El Dandy. Who are you to doubt El Dandy? Uh, <laughs> George Gordienko, Gran Hamada, Samoa Joe goes back on the ballot. Kento Miyahara, Cody Rhodes is on the ballot. Yoshihiro Takayama, Kevin Owens, Zack Sabre Jr., Mascarita Sagrada, the Usos are on the ballot next year. Volador Jr., Koichi Yoshizawa, Bray Wyatt is on the ballot next year, and Sami Zayn. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that all goes next year. Mm. But um, the thing, I'll just say this real quick to, to wrap it up. The thing that surprises me is the fact that the Bucks did not get in. I thought for certain they were going to get in. Mm. Close, but no cigar. Only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Mm-hmm. But uh, congratulations to everyone that got voted in to the Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame this year. This is a very good, respectable class, I think. Seven, seven acts. That's That's a little bit... Uh, the, the size for that Hall of Fame is a little bit larger than normal, so mm. good year all around, I think. A lot of active wrestlers in their Hall of Fame. There are, and, and that is one of the, uh, I, I guess complaint is the right word for that. Yeah, I, 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 in all honesty, I don't think, like... Active wrestlers should be eligible. But well, uh, tell Rey Mysterio yeah. that. Booyaka, booyaka. Well, well, that's WWE Hall of Fame. That's a uh, well. 
That doesn't count. I know. <laughs> Remember when they were going to build that physical? Oh, yeah. Uh, they have forgotten. All right. So let's talk about tonight. Full gear. Oh, uh, there's a gear that's going to be full? Of it is. Something? Mm. Yeah. Going to be at the Forum in Los Angeles, California, suburban Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, this card, I'm actually looking at it, is a lot smaller than a normal AEW pay-per-view. I'm not complaining about it. Uh, yeah, it's not 16 matches. Uh, right. So I'm, 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 I'm happy about that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of storylines that uh, is probably going to end tonight or at least start. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 in all honesty, I don't think we will know who the devil is tonight. I don't, I don't uh, think we're going to know tonight. Yeah, I, 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 I think they will do that in their uh, December, November thing, what it is called. I don't remember. World's End. World's End. Mm-hmm. That was what it was called. Yeah. So we have eight actual, like eight main matches for the pay per view, but we mm. have. Three pre-show matches to talk about. Yeah, so, a lot so, of pre-show matches. Uh, three, well, you know, they usually give it an hour, so three matches, that's a good yeah. All right, so let's get to the matches. We will give you guys our picks for who we think will win these matches. We'll start with the Ring of Honor World Championship. Eddie Kingston defends against Jay Lethal. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, retain. Eddie Kingston cut a really good promo on Ring of Honor yeah. this week. Uh, if, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. He is going to be a hell of a Ring of Honor world champion. I yeah. expect him to hold that title for a while. Eddie Kingston will retain. Yeah, uh, and there's... There's no need to hot potato it. You know, I love uh, hot potatoing. Yeah, it I is, know. I know how much. Uh, it is uh, one of my favorite things uh, in wrestling. Cough, cough. Exactly. Um, Ring of Honor World Tag Titles will be defended. Mm-hmm. MJF and his partner for tonight, Samoa Joe, will yeah. defend against the guns. Yeah. It's an interesting pair-up. I mean, storyline-wise, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. With MGF and Joe. It It absolutely does. It's just a tiny bit weird. (sighs) See, this is a toughie for me. It is, yeah. Because I, 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 in all honesty, I don't think they know. (laughs) <laughs> like, like no joke. Like uh, I'm, I'm kind of kidding and kind of not. So like, the thing I, is, like, yeah. Sorry. No, I was gonna say, I could see the guns winning this match. Yeah, I really could. But at yeah. the same time, you have to continue this MJF storyline of, yeah. you know, hey Adam, when you come back, I'm gonna give you your half of the tag titles. That's the thing is like. I I really think they need to 
hold it on him. I I I do agree with you that it's plausible. Plausible. I'm going to yeah. say plausible that he loses it. I don't know if he will though. Eh. It's hard for me to say. This like because I'm because I'm in a confidence pool for this stuff. This, this mm. is either my one or two pointer. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm gonna say. I will say retaining, uh, just because I I think they don't really know. Um, I mean, I I have a I have a sneaking theory that the the devil will show up and be Adam Cole. Like that's that's my kind of. I'm 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 gonna say the champ. I'm gonna say the champs keep the belts. Yeah. But if the guns Um, win, I won't be disappointed. Yeah. I think the storyline is is going to be maybe the devil being Adam Cole. So we'll see. All right. And the final pre-show match, Claudio Castagnoli against Buddy Matthews. Yeah, that is going to be one hell of a match. That is what that is going to be. Mm -hmm. I am so looking forward to that. Um, Yeah. Who do you go with here? I'm going with Claudio. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Uh, I think I will go upset. Okay, you're gonna go with a buddy. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. Now to the main show. AEW Women's World Title on the line. Hikaru Shida defends against Tony Storm. Well, Storm is not winning. No, See, I I wouldn't say that so fast. No, and I, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. There, there's two reasons. Okay. One, she is the hottest act right now in I all professional wrestling. I agree. That's number one. Number two, they just brought in Mariah May. Yeah. And they are doing, they're they're going to do this storyline that is basically all about Eve, the movie. Yeah. And if you have never seen that movie, watch the movie so you understand what the storyline is going to be. Yeah. So, I'm just, you know, staying ahead of time. But she had to serve... Pashida deserves to have a long title reign. That's what I'm thinking. She deserves to have it. Uh, yeah, I don't think they will shift it here. I think probably they're going to wait. I'm I'm, I'm going to say Sheeta keeps it. Yeah, me too. All right. Um, then we go to a six-man tag match. Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland against Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Yeah, so Sting is really doing his own thing. So it's like I believe that team will win. You're saying Sting's team will win? Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I said it a few weeks ago. Sting has not lost a match in AEW, no. and it's, it's going, not to going to be here. No, it is no. not going to be here. Sting I, I believe, win. and also, like, I think he will probably go for the other title uh, very soon. Uh, I think he will probably, like, go out with the title match. Uh, I think that is more or less the, the plan that he will lose the last match. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Speaking of titles, the international championship is on the line. Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. against John Moxley. Uh, Cassidy. <sighs> I know. It's I, kind of predictable. Is it, though? <laughs> I don't think it is. Why? Why would you put it on Moxley? Because he was probably going to have a good long reign until he got concussed that in that yeah. match. Um. Although Mox, but but here's the other thing. Mm. Moxley won the first match. Yeah. All out. Yeah. They may be looking to even it up. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I, yeah. I think it's very predictable that that uh, Moxley doesn't win here. I, I will. I will be very surprised if he does. That'll probably be orange. You're right. I think so. Yeah. Then we have a Texas Death Match: Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. Oh, are you looking forward to this? Yeah. This yeah. this has been one of the better built up. Feuds going into this paper. Agree. It is going um, to be all who out. Do you have here? I think far, I'm gonna right? go. I think I'm gonna go with the hangman on this. Swerve won the last one. I think Adam wins it to even it up. Mm, okay. I think I will go upset. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna go with Swerve. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we have a very interesting tag match. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho against the Young Bucks. And there are stipulations to this match. Mm-hmm. If Omega and Jericho win, they get the Young Bucks Tag Team Championship match. But if the Bucks win... Jericho and Omega must disband as a team. Yeah. I think this is super obvious. I think this is the most obvious match of tonight. Do you agree or disagree? If you're thinking the way I'm thinking, Jericho and Omega are winning. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way they are losing. Yeah, absolutely no way. But I'll tell you what I could see happening down the line. Mm. The Bucks get so upset that they end up joining Don Callis's family. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Now we have a three-way match for the TBS title. Chris Statlander defends against Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Yeah, uh, I'm going to 
really look forward to uh, when Chris Statlander is going to win this match. Who here is going to pin? I don't really know. I've been really impressed with how Chris Statlander has been as TBS champion. So good. The match he had with Julia Hart at the last pay-per-view was really mm-hmm. And Sky Blue is really starting to get into her own here. Yeah. Nope. Statland, there's one of my favorite female wrestlers right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I see an upset here. Oh, okay. I, I think Julia Hart is going to win the title tonight. Okay. By pinning Blue. I think she pins Statlander. Really? Yeah. All right. So you have the champ. I've got one of the challengers. All right. Uh, Then we have, okay, this part I did not know. A four-way ladder match for Mm -hmm. the AEW Tag Titles. I knew it was a four-way match. I didn't know it was a ladder match, though. Well, it's going to be a fun match. So the champs for Ricky Starks and Big Bill, Mm -hmm. they're facing Roosh and Dralistico of La Faccion Ingo Bernable, FTR, and Malachi Black and Brody King from the House of Black. Yeah, I think probably it's going to be a title change here. Ooh, okay. Uh, House of Black. Starks and Bill just won the belts. I I can't. I know. See I know. But but they, they don't really care about those belts. Mm. I'm I'm gonna go with the champs on this one. Okay. I can see them hot potatoing this. All right. And the main event for this show for the AEW World Title, MJF defends against Jay White. Yeah. Well. Do you remember when I said uh, uh, that one match was so obvious? Yeah. Uh, and I would, like, say it was the most obvious no one. I take that back because I didn't remember this match. <laughs> 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 this is the most obvious match. Yeah, no, if MGF doesn't win here, I will... I will... Live outside in the winter. Don't you do that already? Uh, no, I live inside. Oh, good point. Okay. Jay White has been phenomenal this oh, last week. He's really good. Yeah. He he is one of the best heels they've got right now. I agree. In in AEW. If I remember correctly, and, and, I, and I could be wrong here, they did this exact angle in New Japan with mm-hmm. Jay White and Okada mm-hmm. for the IWGP title, and Jay White won the title. Mm-hmm. As much as I think it would be cool to see Jay White win this belt, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. Yeah, no, like we, like we said with the tag team title, here he really needs to keep it to Adam Cole comebacks. 
And, and the other thing is to think about. The devil. Well, that too. Yeah. The yeah. next pay-per-view is in Long Island. Yeah. At MJF's home turf. Yeah. You're going to have basically your number one guy go to that pay-per-view without the belt? Yeah. It, now, it, MJF. I, I, I said before that my working theory, uh, I think... So I don't really think it's like Adam Cole under the mask right now because he's home recovering. Right. Uh, I I I think uh, they will retcon that and like he will all, all of a sudden be there and uh, be the devil. I think that makes the most sense with MGF being face. So I, in all honesty, think. Uh, Adam Cole will turn on yeah. on MGF. Now, um, know, yeah. Do you want to know one name that I've heard as a possible candidate for being the devil? Well, other than CM Punk, yes. Jack Perry. Yeah, I could see that. That would be really good. Would it though? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, no, I I think it makes more sense that it's Adam Cole, but uh, right. Um, I mean, I I love that there's two theories of like where CM Punk is right now. Like he's both in WWE and AEW. Yeah. I mean, you have to admit that if he comes back to AEW, that that would be probably one of the biggest ruses of, of all time. It would, but you said the key word, if. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, I know. It, no. It, I, I mean, like I say, when it comes to wrestling, everything is a work. Even right. when it's not a work. Now, they did announce during the week. Mm-hmm. That tonight we are going to hear, or we're going to get the newest addition to the AEW roster. The person is going to sign their contract tonight. Yeah, I think it's Will Osprey. I also think it's Osprey because he is such a coveted free mm-hmm. agent. Everybody wants him. Yeah, because I, I think I think Monet is on her way back to WWE. Uh, you think a lot so? of people, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people are speculating that it could be her. I don't think so. Well, the way it was described, like the wording, mm-hmm. is that this person is actually. You know what? I'm going to pull it up. I have okay. This is what Tony Khan wrote three days ago. Okay. AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. They'll come to LA to sign their contract this Saturday on pay per view at full gear. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, it could it could be money, I guess. Oh, God, no. Respected? Yeah, you don't think she's respected? I don't! Okay. I, I, I think, you know, at times, she could have a bitchy attitude. Well, duh. Don't you give me that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's Osprey. I really do. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know what? Speaking of contract stuff, uh, I, mm-hmm. I read a rumor yesterday mm-hmm. that the WWE is interested in getting Okada to join. Okay. He's thirty-six years old. Mm-hmm. He's done pretty much everything that is to be done in New Japan. He and Shinsuke Nakamura have a really good friendship. Mm. And Shin, this is what I've read. Shinsuke said to Okada, it's different here. You know, they're not going to do the stereotype Japanese wrestler gimmick if mm. you come here. And it's true, because look at how Shinsuke's been portrayed the last couple of months. Oh, definitely. So there's that. There, There are some free agents coming up in the next several months that we're going to have to keep our eyes on. Yeah, no, so... Okay, so... I am curious. Uh, I am very curious what they will do with MJF. So, uh, the whole angle with him, like, leaving, they have dropped that very much now that he's not heal anymore. And it's interesting for me to see that I I can see that uh, he, he is not able to do that kind of thing because he's in an angle. Mm-hmm. So, well, we'll see. When it gets closer, to MJF's decision. We'll discuss this and say where we think he should go. Right. When we get to it. Um, all right, two more things, and then we're gonna wrap this up. So last night on SmackDown, uh, they announced the women's war games will take place. So, you know, with the men. Uh, They're going to have a match on Monday to decide who's going to have the one-man advantage in war games. Mm -hmm. You want to guess how they're going to do it with the women? Rock, paper, scissor. Uh, Probably would have been a better option than this. Oh, really? Oh, that was a joke answer. Fan voting. No, boo. Yes. They are going to let the fans vote for who will have the one woman advantage in war games. I am not making this up. That doesn't work. I wish I was, but I'm not, unfortunately. And that doesn't work. Uh, one last, one more topic, and then we're going to wrap it up. 
Um, there has been a lot of dissension as of late within the NWA. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this. Because we had talked about a few weeks ago that they were almost more than likely going to have a TV deal with the CW Network. Right. Then, you know, we find out a couple weeks ago that NXT is going to the CW in 2024. Part of the reason, allegedly, stems from an angle that happened at their last pay-per-view, the NWA. Okay. Where, and I kid you not, they had some of the wrestlers snorting Lines of cocaine. Wow. Let me say that again. Wrestlers snorting cocaine. That's amazing. Oh my God, it's so stupid. So, earlier in the week, uh, reports had come out that you know, there were going to be cutbacks in the NWA. They were going to have to release some talent. They were going to have to do some stuff. Mm. So Billy Corgan um, talked to PW Insider and Mike Johnson on some of these situations. So he's, so the first thing they talked about is the financial health of the NWA. Mm. Billy Corgan said, and I quote, The financial health is fine. I'm 100% owner still. No investors. So I answer to no one on expeditures except myself. For those who have noticed, this has been an incredibly successful period in my musical life, including a massive summer tour in 2023 and two more tours on the books for 2024 with an arena and festival summer run in Europe following. Thank you for telling us. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Following into stadium tour with Green Day. Okay. So so if I needed additional funding, I don't currently, I can get it easily because I also own all my songs as well as my my recorded what they call Masters since 2001. And which one could get loans on against future and earnings, etc. if needed. All right. What's so, up? What the that, douche? <laughs> All right. So here, here's his next thing. Look at me. I'm so rich. <laughs> All right. Holy moly. So the next statement is on reports of the company cutting back on expenses. <laughs> I, I think we should do froze uh, Billy Corgan. What do you think? Uh, Billy Corgan will say. He will say, um, <clears throat> Oh, I have money. <laughs> I am rich. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. He said, and I quote, 
This is where the stupidity of this kind of reporting shows itself. Sarasota, Florida. Which is I'm where happy that being... he looks at himself in the mirror, by the way, when he talks about stupidity. Sarasota, Florida, which is where they're going to be doing their TV taping this weekend, is a live-to-tape event which will turn into future episodes of Power. So we try to balance who's flying in from where, etc., to ensure the quality of the show is very high against the cost of running a live remote. A live remote is much more expensive than running, say, at Skyway in Nashville in a TV studio. So by definition, this live taping is more expensive than power in the studio. So we are actually spending more money, not less. 2023 has been the most expensive year yet of the Lightning One era, and that's a good thing because the wrestling Mm -hmm. and quality of our productions has never been higher, which feeds into landing TV deals. Mm -hmm. And that leads to the next topic, TV deals. What do you think (sighs) Billy Corgan said? Is that I am so rich? <laughs> I have money. I can sell my records. Not that I need to sell my records, but I'm very rich. On the TV deals and what has been floating around, Corgan played coy to an extent, noting. Mm. As he I've played said, coy? Or he is like just. A total douchey bag. <laughs> I want a douchey bag. As I've said, I cannot comment on TV deals, but I stand. I'm sure by you what, can't. But I stand by what I have said previously, which uh-huh. is, we do have two TV deals, and nothing has changed in that regard, like <sighs> countless false reports, and those deals have been in place for a good, good while. How that all plays out is yet to come, obviously, and we certainly look forward to that day. When the, obviously, yeah. When, to that day when the reality, no pun intended, of our situation comes to light. And the final topic, whether there are planned roster cuts. What do you think Billy Corgan will say? He said, I am rich. I have money. I own all my own songs. Listen to my songs. I'm in Smashing Pumpkins. I love being rich. You kind of sound like Phelous on YouTube. (laughs) Corgan immediately denied that rumor, stating, none. The territorial system being reinstated is partly to make sure that if key roster talents are not in a particular TV taping cycle, they keep working in our NWA ecosystem. We value everyone that works for us, and some are under contract and some are not. But that doesn't mean I don't want to Oh, some work. are under contract and some are some not. Some aren't. Wow. Wow. That is so insightful. I am so glad you told me that some are on contract and some are not. You know, those we don't have on contract, they are not on contract. Holy moly, what a total douche nozzle. But that doesn't mean I don't want everyone working for us all the time. Oh, he wants everybody to work for him all the time. Oh, if, good. 
if I didn't want them, I would not have mm-hmm. invested time and money by extension in storylines and promotion. Yeah, because he has so much he can, Yeah, he could pay for everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Mr. Douche no soul. Give me wow. a song. Wow. What a total ass. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my God, that's too good. All right. Um, so, what, what did you guys discuss on another Digital Citizen this week? Uh, we talked about how, uh, good Smashing Pumpkins is, and how it's my oh, yeah, favorite right. band of all time, yeah. And, uh, how, lo- how much I love Billy Corgan, because, I mean, I'm, I'm the reason why he is so rich. <laughs> because I buy all his records. Like, Smashing Pumpkins, like, in all honesty, like, it's not a bad band by any means. In the 90s, it was... In the 90s, they were very good. In the 90s, they were very good. Guess what? It is not 1994 anymore. It's been some years since uh, there was uh, 1994, so... I'm very glad he owns his own his own songs and thinks that he wants everybody to work for him. That's good for him. What a douche nozzle. Uh Oh, uh, we talked about uh, how uh, people have circuses around. Did you hear about the lion that escaped uh, in Italy? Um, I'm not circus? sure. Tell me about it. Yeah, so we uh, we covered this uh, in in the podcast. Uh, in Norway, there uh, it is allowed to have elephants in the circus, but not cats. Okay. Like, can you explain that to me? No, you can't. No, I can't. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a very very cool thing. But uh, people were a bit scared uh, having a lion going around. Uh, I I came up with the idea that they they could put it back into the Colosseum and put people in it again because that was very popular when uh, Russell Crowe did it. Right. Yeah, because that was a documentary, right? What Gladiator? Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. We'll we'll go yeah. with that. I have a suggestion of who they put uh, in there first. Billy Corgan. Maybe. <sighs> Okay, and now Bill will sing a song by Smashing Pumpkins. Go. Yeah, you, you can't sing anymore because otherwise we will be copyrighted. Because guess what? You sound exactly like Billy Corgan. <laughs> it's like it's uncanny. Yeah, that's oh, exactly boy. how they sound like. It is. All right, and uh, you can write your complaints 
to uh, billycorgansucks at gmail.com. That's billycorgansucks at gmail.com. We'll, we'll read every mail that comes to that email address. Right. Mm. Oh, you know, okay, you know what? Uh. Before I get to my plugs... I mean, he almost destroyed another wrestling company. Remember that? DNA. Well, that that was also with a mix of that was that was a mix of like him and Dixie, to be honest. Well, who hired Dixie? What do you mean, who hired Dixie? Mm-hmm. Dixie owned the promotion before Billy Corkin got there. Yeah, but uh, who gave it to her? Oh. Right. I am so glad we don't have that TNA anymore because then I would know, never watch it again. Right. That was a hard time to be a TNA fan. When when the best thing on in TNA was Aces and Eights, that was a hard time to be a TNA fan. Okay. So, before mm. we do the plugs. Okay. I owe you an update on your picks from two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Did I beat you again? That's what I am figuring out right now. Yeah, so for people that uh, didn't listen two weeks ago, I have have this thing where I pick uh, teams of American football that I don't really follow uh, because I go after... If I think that name uh, would beat the other name in the match, like to death, like in a literally in a Colosseum, and I'm just like, oh, Vikings would beat the Crows. I don't know if there's a team called All the right. Crows, but so bro, yeah. I beat your what? butt. <gasps> you oh, only no. had five right two uh, weeks. I had all but two games right. Oh. My streak is over. Yep. But. Well. That's funny. We can do it again this week. Nice. So you're going to be given nine games. Nine NFL games. Mm Mm-hmm. And a surprise game. That I did not know when we recorded the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is now up. So you will find out in a couple of minutes what the surprise is. And uh yeah. I'm still not allowed on that podcast. I am I'm a bit angry. No, actually we we've we've uh I, I, I talked with downtown. I talked to downtown and he said that you are invited to be on as a guest in the future. Nice. Yeah. Of course we do when fo- football season begins. We we real do it on football. Zoom, so Yeah. I hope you have we will, we will do it when real football season starts in right. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the games. Uh I guess this is going to be based on if they were playing in the Coliseum. Yes. All right. Uh Bears at Lions. Ooh, that's a hard one. Bears versus a lion, who would win? That is actually hard. Um, two big animals 
against each other. Um, ooh, that is interesting. Uh, who do you think would win in a match between little? Uh, if there was a hungry lion and a hungry bear in inside a, I would theme. think I would think a lion would win because it's more agile than a bear. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good reason. Other that, the the bear is so much bigger though. It is. Yeah. I'm going to go with lion. I, I am, yeah, let's go with the lion. Okay. Uh, then we have the Chargers at the Packers. Uh, Chargers. Okay. Uh, Raiders at Dolphins. Oh, Raiders. All right. That's super easy. A dolphin would not survive long in any match. Like, I, I feel almost a little sad for dolphins because I don't think uh, there's a lot of... I don't think there's a lot of animals uh, uh, a dolphin could kill. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I saw that uh, Treehouse of Horror episode this year <laughs> where they took over Springfield. I, That's I, your I was, reference. <laughs> I wouldn't underestimate the dolphin. All right. Okay. Uh, Giants at Commanders. Hmm. Commanding of what? Well, I'm going to go with Giants because they're so big. All right. right. Steelers at Browns. Yeah. um, I always feel racist uh, around here because, yeah, Browns. Um... Do I think the Steelers will win? Mm, yes. Okay. All right. The Jets at the Bills. Yeah. How how good at are you at flying? Um. You like flying? Does, does non-existent count as an answer? You've never been in a flight. I've never been on a flight. Okay, then uh, the jet would probably shoot you down with their weapons. So I think jets will win, sadly. All right. Seahawks at Rams. Oh. Oh, this is... No, this is pretty easy. Rams. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, the Seahawks could always, like, fly away. But it's like, how would they attack the Rams? Like, yeah. No. All right. Vikings at Broncos. What is a Bronco? Oh, it's a car. Um, it's, no, it's a horse. Yeah, and also a car. A car, yeah. Uh, uh, Vikings against a horse or a car. Uh, I'm going to go with Vikings because Norway. Woo-hoo. Okay. Your Monday night game. The Eagles at the Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs! But yeah, yeah. No, Chiefs have uh, uh, have uh, bow and arrows, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of Eagles can do. But uh, yeah, right. no. And now your surprise game. You okay. have you have to do this one. I had okay. to do it. You have to do it. Okay. We're going to the Canadian Football League. Oh, then for the Grey Cup. Oh, the Grey the, Cup. The Grey Cup. 
the... I'm going to guess that is uh, less better than the black cup, and then the white cup is the worst. Wow. Mm-hmm. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers against the Montreal Alouettes. Well, a bomber would beat Alouette. I think I got your answer there. Do you know why? Because I don't know what an Alouette is. That is why. It's something French. Alouette. We'll just say that. Like, it, it sounds like something is very, like, wet. Like toilet paper. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. <clears throat> um, if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email thatwrestlingshow11 at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, or our, our, our other email address, uh, what was it again? Bill Corgan sucks at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. You, you, can, you can run that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you could join, you can follow us on Facebook. Or well, no, at Twitter at Wrestling Show Eleven, you can follow oh, us on Twitter now. Yeah, I know it's going back and forth. Okay. Uh, you can follow us on uh, <laughs> Instagram that Wrestling Show. Join our Facebook group that Wrestling Show fan group where we have over five hundred members. All right, uh, quick plugs of the podcasts. Our vantage point this week: another episode of the nineteen eighty six canon. Also, check out GFA Live where they watch an episode of Superstars, the first one after WrestleMania 5. So that is on GFA Live. Uh, Juice Pro Wrestling, this week, they have an interview with Deathmatch veteran Bull Bronson. So oh. check out that interview. Is he in the family with other no, I'm afraid. I'm afraid not. Oh. Uh, check out Escape from Vault Disney, where this week they review and discuss the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Season 1, Episode 4, Find Her, Keep Her, a.k.a. the saddest television show you will yeah. ever see in your life. It is extremely good, but extremely sad. It is. Uh, check out Acid Wash Memories, where this week they discuss the history of cell phones. Oh. Yeah. So for all you tech nerds out there, it would be one you want to check out. Do you know what country that gave you cell phones? Is? Because a lot of Finland. people think it's like Japan. And no, it's Finland. Like yeah. I, I heard that in the episode, so yeah. that's how I know. Uh, check out SMB, a South Park review, where they review the episode this week, Medicinal Fried Chicken. Mm. So, check that no, out. No, I want chicken. Also, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park review, where it's Halloween time in South Park, as this week I review the episode, The Scoots. So, check that out. This also, is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Also check out, um, like I said earlier, the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. And mm-hmm. finally check out the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast, where we review the 1998 Survivor Series, the Deadly Game Tournament. I don't think I have ever seen that paper. Oh, you have to see it. Okay. One, of, one of the best 
stories told on a pay-per-view. Okay. Who was in it? Austin, Rock, Undertaker, Kane, Mankind, and it's for the WWF title. Okay. Yeah, you have to watch that one. Okay. All right. So next week, uh, you guys will still be digesting your Thanksgiving turkey, your mashed potatoes, your pumpkin pie. We will be reviewing Full Gear. And we're also going to preview the Survivor Series next week. Mm -hmm. And we will tell you what Billy Corgan song to listen to. Because (laughs) we are Billy Corgan fans here. (laughs) Oh, God. Get me in more trouble. Love him. So, on that note, everybody have a good week. For those here in the U.S., have a wonderful, safe, happy Thanksgiving. And come back next week for another episode of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And as always, at least Billy Corgan is not... uh... Oh, yes. I lost on Jeopardy. Baby. Ooh. Ooh.